Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. That's my new theme tune. Um, my new intro music. You will hear that every time I do a pod. Um... Do I have to say podcast? I can just say pod, can't we? Can't I? Um, this is the day of Thursday, um, and this is the double week. The double, two in a week. Who would have believed it, eh? Two in a week. Um, I hope you're good. I hope you're in a, in, a, in a happy, happy, joyful, keeping warm. It's freezing. Um, I have a bit of a, um, a little... A jump to my step, a little step to my... This is episode 20, isn't it? Let's get that, just in case you're thinking, oh, I've heard him do this rehearsed script before. Um, no, this is episode 20, um, and um, I have been... I took some time off, I finished comedy, finished it, absolutely, went serious, became a, um, a, a Buddhist monk um, in, in in Tibet... For half a day, which always reminds me of Ace Ventura. But um, the thing was that I took some time off, took one month off doing comedy, and then um, I decided to. Re- I was always going to return. I've got nothing else. I am now unemployable, folks. Um, I there's no way in the world anybody will employ me doing like if they said to me. Hey, why don't you go out there and build a fence? First, I'd be like, well, what do you mean? Why do you need a fence? I'd be a dick about it. And then I'd sort of say, no, 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 no. So I'd be the worst person. I'd be a dick. And then I would argue that they don't need a fence at all. So, um, yeah, unemployable. I, I have done I have done jobs. I have I have worked on um, um, building sites. I worked on a building site for, for I did some plastering um of a wall um you know when you out the outside walls we used to do plastering uh, in New Zealand um and weirdly it was a girlfriend's dad that owned the business a girlfriend's dad and um i was sort of breaking up with a girl all my fault i was an idiot and um and then i um i i i, I smashed one of the walls I was working with a brother at the time of the business. We were working on this wall all day. And then I just, he said, oh, you're not very good, are you? You're not a very good person. My sister's better without you. So I just went, not, I didn't just make that noise. I wasn't just looking at him going, like a a Chewbacca with a sore throat. I, um, I, I, I scraped all the wall and he was like, and then I drove, I I drove, I walked about two miles home and that was the end of that relationship. So, um, I have worked, I have worked, but I started what I, 
look at as as my job now. It's it's definitely it's of course it's work, you know. Um, and there are some comedians that can um, use it. They they they've got very much kind of office hours, very much work ethics. You know, they they get up in the morning and they write stand up. I don't really do that, um, especially when I haven't got a uh, a tour. I haven't got anything sort of coming up. So. I just went on stage um, last night for the first time. I don't know. I know it's only a month. You know, it's not the greatest comeback ever. I mean, ABBA, Fifan, right? ABBA were on stage together for the first time in 30 years last night, right? I was on stage on my own for one for the first time in a month. You do the maths, yeah? You do the maths. Who's the real dancing queen there? Eh? I hate when they... And then they, they'll say, Who... Are you looking for the money, money, money? Yeah, I'll meet you at Waterloo. And they always put in those little... And and then you're in a group and people are trying to do those jokes. And all you're thinking is, I've got to come up with a an ABBA song. What's an ABBA song, you know? <coughs> That's not an ABBA song. That's still my flu. That's my cough. It's the cough of man flu. That's the that's the noise of me drinking water, vatan, to wash down the dirty man flu. Fifa. Um, yeah, I uh, so Abba were on stage. I was on stage. Um, who got the most laughs? Probably me, but Abba probably got the more emotion. Okay, no, I don't know. But people now, they see them on stage after 30, 30 years. They didn't sing or, or none of that. Imagine if they got up and just done some really hardcore kind of racist gangster rap. That would be amazing. What a comeback. People would go, oh, nay, 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 nay. But um, um, they're not racist. I've never met them. Abba are not racist. Who would have thought that I would have left school early because someone uh, a teacher told me I should and then I would end up in Sweden saying to people that ABBA are not racist hmm it's a funny old world in which we live in but the first gig um I hope I can tell you about this um I hope we know each other well enough freaky very freaky um did 20 minutes at Stockholm Comedy Club which is a, a genuinely brilliant club. It's um, down near Med Medborgerplatsen, and it's um, low ceiling downstairs. There was a lot of people there. It was good. Um, I was on after a guy called Carl Stanley, who's excellent. Um, and I, yeah, I, I just, I just sort of. There was actually a fourteen-year-old guy there, Alexander. Alexander, I think his name is. Um, and we spoke, and he does comedy, he's 14, and he's talking to me, and he said, when did you start doing comedy, and I said, well, first gig I ever did was 99, 2000, he goes, I, I wasn't even born then, how much did that make me feel like the weird guy at the table, 14, fee-fan, and he's doing it, he's like Home Alone, one of those kind of freaks, does comedy when they're little I could I, I don't know but I haven't seen him do comedy he seemed like a very nice guy but I, you know 
He was asking me for advice and I just said, you know, just do what you know. You know, he seemed a funny enough guy. Um, do what you know. But what do you know when you're 14? So that I think that's what you've got to talk about is not knowing anything at 14. Not knowing how the world works. Not knowing what's going to happen to you, you know. So um, I thought that was excellent. That was really nice. <clears throat> but I got incredibly, incredibly nervous. I can do like uh, theatres, um, you know, get up there and do the shows, and it's not uh, it's not as freaky as getting back up and doing another gig. I know it's only a month, but as a lot of things have happened, right? Christmas happened, <laughs> New Year's. No, what happened is I finished my tour, right? So I finished this whole big project. And now I'm starting up. Now, now I feel fake. Because I haven't got new material at this moment. I'm trying to write stuff. But I'm I'm in Mr. 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 Distraction. Mr. Mr. Shaggy. Mr. 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 Bomb Distraction. Um, I'm just totally distracted. A, a lot like this podcast. You know? I can be talking about one thing. And I just get distracted. Okay? Uh, no, that was a joke, acting, good acting, um, so I, it was weird, and as I walked out, and on the way home, I walked through the forest, I don't know if you've seen Revenant, Revenant, the, the new DiCaprio film, very much like that, I haven't seen it, so I can't really spoil, spoil I can't really spoil your alert, um, yeah, it, it just feels, it feels, um, sort of fake when, when you, when you start up doing comedy, after a break, people sort of say, oh, it's, you know, it's a lot like just jumping on a horse, you know, um, I've never been on a horse, I've actually never, ever ridden a horse, and you know why, I mean, I'm six foot two, right, uh, which I think is 190 centimeters, um, so I feel I'm too big now to be a horse racing, like, jockey, I don't think I'd get that, but, I once saw my friend, I was at Quinton Spencer's farm and we got on the, the, the mate of mine got on the horse and he was kind of in the way that you try and get your mates to come out on a Friday, you know, like, like kind of just, you know, sending photos of, of, of beer. Come on, we're having a great time. Look who's here. He was saying that about the horse. He was saying, come, come to the horse. And I was going, no, because that's how we spoke in New Zealand back then. Um, we didn't have TV, so we just talked like this. And I said, oh, no, 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 no. He goes, look, mate, this horse, I think it was called like ne nearly dead or something like that, right? Um, like it was it was old, right? And he said, no, 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 you know, no problem. Just, just get, you know. I was like, no, nah, no, nah, you get on it. And he got on it. And I swear to God, the horse ran faster than a leopard with mustard on its ass, right? It just kind of whoosh was just like, Fuh! and he was like screaming. He was holding the um, the reins, you know, the, the thing. And he was just like, no, stop, Mr. Dead. Stop, Mr. Dead, you know. And uh, he ran, they ran into a fence. That's the only thing that stopped him from just running off the edge of the world, right? Um, and don't tell me the uh, the world is round, right? 
So yeah, so he he just he just took off, and I and then I, I that that's that's that scarred me ever since, and it would you as well, you know, young boy like me watching your mate nearly get killed by a horse that you thought you could trust, the man with a horse that could trust. That's a um, an old country and western song called "The Man Who Had the Horse That Nobody Trust." Um, yeah, so so that's why I've I've never been on a horse. So that gets me back to I've been on a bike. People say that as well. Like it's like getting back on a bike. It's like riding a bike. You never forget it, but you do forget it as a stand-up. You you don't forget it, but you sort of forget. What I try to do is not be a stand-up comedian. Okay, I try to be as close to me as I possibly can. Now off stage, kind of boring person. On stage, I like to be hyperactive, energetic, up for it, fun, right? So it's about getting as close to the kind of on-stage persona, but not trying to be a stand-up comedian, you know? So, um, yeah, I did the gig, and then I got some nice, really nice messages on Instagram. If you, if you, if you don't, if you, if you don't follow me, I, I really don't understand why, right? You know, I'll give you the Instagram name. I'm looking it up now. What an idiot. It's Al Pitcher. That's what it is. Al Pitcher. Who would have thought that? You know, when people come up with ideas, with um, marketing campaigns, naming rights, logos, I came up with the greatest. Al Pitcher. Um, so that was it. First gig back. And now I have a gig in Sundsvall on, on Saturday. I have a company gig tonight. Um I'm not really saying anything new on stage, but how about this, man? Episode twenty. We can we can um, we can go through this together, can't we? We can help each other out. I mean, my tour, the next tour I do won't be for for about eighteen months, okay? But I'll still be doing comedy clubs. I'm still going to be doing this because I I love doing this. It freaks me out a little, you know. Because I get the, the the statistics back and people are listening, right? I've got listeners. You're one of them or two of them if you're sharing, okay? But it is a little bit weird to be on my own in my house speaking to a little microphone. It's a bizarre world in which we live in. Um, so I... Um, that was yeah. That's the first the first kind of um, gig back, and uh, um, I have got you know I've got the the news about the the Reval. I'm doing Stockholm. I'm recording that. I've got um, all all my all my dates. Um, not the dates I've been on with with the ladies. Um, all the comedy dates are now up on alpitcher.com. So have a look at lpitcher.com, um, you know, and, and, and mail me. If, you, if you're coming and you're listening to the pod, you're enjoying the pod, and you, you want to you have a chat, you want to say, hey, you want me to, you, you want you want to request a certain style of peanut, I might be able to sort that out for you. Hashtag no guarantees. So what else has been happening in the world uh, since we last spoke two days ago? Um... One thing is, in Gothenburg, there was a great Sparwagen thing. I don't know if you've seen that. I put it up on my Facebook account. You can have a look at that as well. It's on Instagram as well. 
Um, wow, I'm really pushing the media. I know social media. Oh, yeah, I did a film from the from not a film like not a kind of yeah yeah I did the Godfather. That's me. Um, no, I um, I did a, a well my my friend Otto um, put together a he, we took a camera out when we went on um, uh, on tour and we um, we just recorded the the final few dates you know just messing about. So you can look at that. It's on YouTube. It's under like Naman. It was great. If you go to my channel, I'll picture YouTube channel. You'll see that it's there. It just says um, Naman. It's great. So that was really fun. So it's ten minutes long, and it's a it's a whole bunch of fun. So so get on that. So in other news, in other news, what have we seen? We've seen people in Gothenburg with a spa wagon, which is brilliant. And they also have been drawing a, sh a, a schnop, a little schnop, a little penis in the snow. And it's amazed me. It's amazed me. But it's become almost international news. You know? It's just a simple little penis in some icy white snow. And the world loves it. And I love it. And I think the world needs that kind of thing. Isn't that brilliant? You know? There's a lot of crap in the world, isn't there? There's a lot of nonsense. Why not? Okay? Why not have a penis in the snow? That's what I say, you know? And, um, you know, I don't I don't really... I, I, if you, you've seen me do stand-up, you've listened to this podcast, I don't really go below the belt, you know? I did tell a story, right? I told a story, um, and this is a true story about, um, and I've done it on stage, and it didn't really work. Now, if you like this as a story, can you can you Facebook me and tell tell I really like that? Just put hashtag. Just put yeah. Just put the story. Just say I really liked the story. This is the story, right? My auntie. She looked at my family's ancestry, okay? And she found out that 100 years ago or 200 years ago, my family was um, related or, uh, yeah, yeah, obviously related. We had ancestry of a highwayman. Now, the highwayman, I don't know if you had that in, in Svadia, but the highwayman... Uh, like, um, you know, like someone, there'd be like a horse, uh, like the, you know, you see it in some kind of Victorian times when, when they're, they're going past in a horse and um, a carriage and then they come out of, it's. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. 
Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Kind of a Robin Hood kind of, you know, they come out of the, the woods. Um, I think I'm really over explaining what a highwayman is. But yeah, they used to be robbers, you know, on, on the roads and stuff like that. So we, we got this thing that... that um, um, he he we were related the family name went as far back as this now this is where it gets bizarre for me right the the name of the the highwayman was 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 black richard black richard right and he was i know it's like black richard but his highwayman name right this is kind of was black yes you guessed it richard dick right he was called black dick okay which to me, is funny, right? I'm related. I got black dick. I got black dick in the family, right? But what my mum and dad, what did they do, right? What did they do when they got the news about black dick? Come on, I'll tell you what they did do. They went on to um, the internet, didn't they? They went on to a search engine, which you and I know as Google, and they typed in black dick. Now they have, they st- my mum and dad still have dial-up, dial-up connection, right? They don't have broadband. So it was taking a while for that page to come up. And I, to say they were, they were surprised by what they saw, I think they were shocked, folks. I think they were absolutely shocked when it came up as a whole page of, I mean, you try it. You try it now. Not suitable for work. Try it. Type in black dick. See what happens. Um, and, uh, or just go to your history and, um, yeah, so, so that was the, uh, and that my mum, you know, just, it was one of those things that they, they, they just didn't realize. I mean, they're not, they're not, uh, lacking in intelligence. Just when it comes to that, they'll be just like, no, we'll just type in, well, why not? We'll just, oh, David, like that, you know? So, um, yeah. That that's the story. That's the story. You know, I'm not I'm not a thick thick kind of person either. That's the kind of thing I'd do as well. You know, I just made some soup before, some carrot and coriander soup. I made it last no the night before, so it was still it was you know it was in the fridge doing that kind of eat me now or you know or yeah you know that kind of thing and um, uh, I was I had it in a cup a cup of soup. Um, and I put it in the oven, I heated the oven, and then I thought, oh, maybe that's hot, and I just grabbed the handle. Of course it was hot. It was boiling, it'd been in an oven. So I burnt my, burnt my little fingertips. That's the kind of dumb stuff that I do. Um, I'm, you know, the kind of guy, how sharp's this knife? Ah, sharp, you know, that kind of sharp. So I'm not, I'm not all there. Talking of, uh, sharpness... Um, I see Sarah Pauline, 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 Sarah Pauline, 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 Sarah Pauline. 
uh, with Donald Trump. You know, Donald Trump, uh, she said, have you seen that video where she just, um, she endorses him. She basically said that, you know, he's the one. And um, one of the, an amazing kind of, she does this rap kind of thing. And then she does this. She says, we're going to go over and kick ass. This is ass. And I just, you know who I feel sorry for? The Americans, you know, because I look at those people and I think the Americans I've met, they're not like that. There was proper like, it was a proper hillbilly kind of, we're going to go over there and bomb them by need my name Donald Trump. I'm really sorry with the accent, but I'm going for it, right? Um, do you ever get that with the accents? You always just go, I'm really sorry, but I'm going to go for this. I'm just going to go for it. Um, so, um, yeah, yeah. So that was, that was um, and an kind of quite a bizarre way of, it, it almost felt like, Donald Trump thought, do you know what? I could actually win this. I could actually do well. I need to, I need to freak them out even more. And I'm told that he's, he's nowhere near, he's not going to win. But, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger, he got in, didn't he? Stephen Levine, he got in. So, you know, anybody can get in, can't they? Who knows? It's just incredible, though, that, you know... And, and that's that amazing stat about Donald Trump was when he was given all that money. I mean, he complained that he said, oh, I got given a little bit of money by my dad. It was a million, a million US dollars, you know, which is just, you know, that's kind of like, oh, fuck. Oh, are you, are you, are you serious? You know, like, really, really? Are you going to say that, honestly? Um, but he did this thing where he, apparently, if he just kept his the money that he, he inherited that the money that he actually got from his family, if he just kept it, he would have made like three times more money if he just left it in the bank. But he's made all these investments and he's actually lost the amount of money that he should have had. So he is a complete tool. Um, um, yeah, so I'm going to I'm going to close um, uh, on, on, a, on, a, on, a, on a topic now that I think um, uh, is, is a good one. Um, I, um, I've been at home, I'm, I'm at home now, um, I have been, I've been ill, so I've been, I've been staying home, dropping the kids off, and then my wife has been going out and, and doing stuff, um, but I've been at home, and we've had, um, we've had a food delivery, which I think is just incredible, you know, that you can go on this, this internet machine and you can go yeah i have that deodorant and oh you know what we need we need some baby bells everybody needs baby bells don't they have you ever found a baby bell you know the, the little red plastic kind of um waxy thing you ever f found that in your pocket a few days later Phew, not a good sign just just the baby bell if you put anything in there like if you put your phone in there the baby bell just surrounds it just like that just all over it gets everywhere keys everything so my advice is if you don't want to go to baby hell baby baby bell hell you got to get it out of your pocket um yeah but I, I do love some baby bells you know keeps me going how many baby bells do you reckon you could eat 50 I, I could do 60 
Um, but I, yeah, so um, I, I've been at home. And then I um, got a knock on the door, didn't I, to get this food delivery. We also had an, uh, a piece of art delivered for my wife's birthday when we were in London. That was her birthday present from me. And it was literally me saying, yeah, you should go out and buy yourself some art. Right, so she went out and, and bought uh, art. She's an artist, so she knows her art. Um, she knows her art from her soul. So she went out and bought this art. Here's where I'm getting to now. I know we've been a bit rude with the black deck and stuff like that. What happened? And the, and the, and the schnop as well, the snow schnop. Let's not forget that. We've also, we've, you know, we've talked about that as well. I sleep naked. I didn't know how to say that really. I sleep naked. Um, do you? That sounded creepy. Do you? If you do, send in emails with evidence. No, um, no, sleeping naked. Um, so I've been upstairs and you, you know, because when they do that thing, oh, you know, I will deliver between 11 and 3, you know, could be 5 to 3. Could be one o'clock, could be any time, right? So you can't plan your day. You just got to get on with shit, right? Don't don't stop for them, okay? You can't stop for them. You just got to get on with your shit. Hopefully you hear the knock. Anyway, I was upstairs, right, um, doing stuff. Not that, but I was, I was upstairs and hear the knock. I just, I'm nude, aren't I? Not, I'm not recording this nude, but I'm nude. So I'm like, okay. And that, that already says to me, ah, just leave it. You know? But I know that there's art, there's an artwork, and there's food coming. And the most important thing is I get that food, right? Artwork. Arty smarty warty darty, right? So I think I get up and I just throw on tracksuit pants, right? And, and a t-shirt. And then I run down. But the the, the, the tracksuit pants I, I throw on are kind of like pyjama. Let, let's not say they're nothing else. They're my wife's pyjama bottoms. That's right. I am wearing, not now, I was wearing my wife's pyjamas. Which, it could have been a lot worse. I could have gone like, oh, I might know them. I'll just put these underpants on. I could have, you know, had a thong on. But I, um... Doesn't it sounds so weird, doesn't it? Put a thong on. Take your thong off. Put a thong on. Sounds a bit, bit creepier. So um, I went down, opened the door. What's your policy on this? Should you be fully clothed? Should you do you open it with the dressing gown sometimes? You know. Um, have you ever opened and done the whole? Put your head just through the thing and then you're you're nude from the other side. Not many would have done that, surely. Not even in Svaria. So yeah, I I um um op I, I opened myself on the door, right? Not no, I didn't pop out, but um but he the, the guy didn't seem that freaked out. He just said, uh, can you sign here, mate? I was like, Yeah, yeah of course. Because as who is I said it's Al Pitcher. He goes, Oh yeah, yeah, cool weird like that so so what i've done for you is um i've looked up 
the reasons why it's best to um, to uh, to sleep nude. Okay, so I mean, there's some people here. I mean, my kids. They, you know, to get them to sleep, they have to wear, you know, pajamas, man. You have to put them on. They're like, because that is, um, um, you know, that helps. That helps the kind of like the, the days over your little shits, time to sleep. So I um, and 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 studies, scientific studies, um, actually say clothes and that they affect your sleep, right? So I've looked into right. Um, Five. The, here's five things. Sleeping naked. Oh, I, I, should I be doing these? I think it's always good to have a bit of waffle. We're doing two a week. I'll be back on Monday with a new one. Can you believe it, folks? Can you believe that? Did you think we'd ever get to that level? Should I be going every day? Nah, too much. Too much every day. Let's go one or two a week. Let's see how it folds. Folds? Let's see how it flips out. FIFA. Let's see how it works. Right. So number one. The number one. I think it goes the other way. But these are the things I'm reading from a scientific thing here. Um, it says better and deeper sleep. Right. Um, if, you're, if you're a light sleeper and stuff. Um, you will get more more sleep. Because your, um, your body will be at a good temperature. Okay, so you won't um, uh, uh, you won't overheat if you if you're nude. So there's the first one. Thank you. I thank you. You're welcome. Um, and then beauty, you get beauty sleep. Um, okay, so wearing no clothes, you keep the room temperature. That helps your skin, and you have better hair. Which must be a crock of shit. Because there must be bald people. Bald men, mainly, isn't it? It's mainly bald men that sleep nude. I think if, you're, if you've got no... If you're bald, you have to sleep nude, don't you? I think it's a bit kind of... Apart from the guy from um, Annie. You know the movie Annie? Tomorrow, tomorrow... Um, I love you tomorrow. Story of my life, actually. I was a young, red, ginger-headed, adopted girl. Um, so, yeah, he, he sleeps, doesn't he? What's his name? Mr. Bucks? Darla Bucks? Anyway, he, he, he looks like he sleeps nude. You lose weight if you sleep naked, right? Isn't that good? Um, because during... Between 10 p.m. and 2 o'clock, your body rests, right? And it means it's cortisol, which is the growth hormone, I think. No, the stress hormone is cortisol. So that decreases, right? And it'll, you know, it's the best way to fight. So you, you fight, you're fighting stress, you're losing weight, and then you lose. I mean, I don't, you know, I don't think sleeping i think sleeping beauty had clothes on didn't she every movie i've seen of her but imagine if she had she'd been nude that whole time i mean the dwarfs they wouldn't have been allowed in there would they they'd have to have some kind of mirrors up going hey you've been in here loads of time sleepy wait wait i know we know she's nude um 
she had clothes on, but maybe if she didn't, she would have come out just too skinny and she would have had to go to a clinic or something. Um, then better sex, apparently, um, stimulates a hormone, um, oxygen, and then you, uh, yeah, you just have sex. And I've just seen number five here, and it's slightly awkward, but I'm going to go with it. Protect, protect, protect your, fuck, protects your vagina. <clears throat> Ladies, and it says ladies here, as though it's going to be like, blokes, you know when it comes to your vaginas, no, ladies, when it comes to your lady parts, it's better to be safe than sorry, okay, better, no, it's not better, it's better not to have it in a safe than sorry, I don't know, safe, yeah, but um, apparently, um, if you're too warm, you get infections, okay? But when you're naked, you'll get more ventilation. Through the vagina. Yeah. Um, and also, for men, it increases fertility because your testicles, your little testes, testes, um, that's what they do when they're doing a... Um, a sound test. No, when the sound technician works at a sperm bank, he goes, testes, one, two. Testes, one, two. Yeah, um, your your testicles stay at room temperature, <coughs> uh, which cracks me up as though, you know, you'd go, oh, no, the, the, these things are too hot now. I need to put them in the fridge. Um, or, oh, oh, hold on. They're a bit cold. They've shriveled up. I'm just going to put them uh, in the microwave for a, for a bit, which I'm sure some men have done. Um, can't, something about cook and cock, but I won't go there. Uh, this has been an, a joy, episode 20. Um, this comes out on Thursday, so I'll be back on Monday. So let's do Monday and Thursday next week, and we're back into it. It's fun doing this. Um, don't forget to uh, mail me about the story uh, and anything else. If you think I'm talking about penises too much, um, or if you want me to talk about something, um, get back. Uh, just uh, get back. That's what the Beatles said. Um, just, just mail me. That would be excellent. Have a great, great time. Have a great weekend. Give the one that you love a big hug. Don't forget to sleep naked. Don't forget to put wind in your vagina. And don't forget to keep your testicles at a good room temperature. Episode 20. He door. Puss. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.